0: God woke me up this morning with a smile on his face. And he said, you could cook and eat while you record this morning. He was being like extra nice. And you know, with somebody being extra nice, okay, God, let's get to the nitty gritty. What is it that you really want to say? Like somebody say, hey, you look so beautiful today. What is it? What is it? God say just one more time. Just one more time. And you know, when you know someone, you know what they mean when they say just one more time without them even telling you or explaining it to you and I what they're talking about. Oh, you already, just one more time. You asked me to do it again. Do you know what happens when you ask me to do it again? When I did it the first time, you had to go through a process in order for me to do what you were seeking me to do. So you asked me to do it again. So there goes another process for you to see me do what I did before again. But this time, I'm going to do it higher than before, greater than before. So, Joseph. I know you're in front of your brothers. Go back into that prison, so I can do it again. Jonah, go back into that well. I know you in Nineveh. I know you in Nineveh. but go back so I can do it again. More so, Kiana, Joy, more Always remain positive. More cool. Great job. Moko, cool. great job. Moko, cool. great job. More so greatly. Moko, cool. great job. And God says, Apostle Paul, go back and lie in that bed with those scales on your eyes for three days again. God said, if You find a mystery in my word, it's yours to keep. A mystery is a fresh revelation due to what you have seen, heard, or demonstrated before in a way you never seen, heard, or demonstrated. Quanisha, go back into that fiery furnace. What? I just asked it out. Go back into the fiery furnace. Daniel, go back into that lion's den. We should go back into the fiery furnace. Go back. This time, you're not going to see no fire. You're not going to see no flame. Go back. You're about to see glory inside the furnace. What you see on the outside of that furnace, you're going to see in the inside. See my glory. See my glory. See my glory. Go back. I received a message. Q. Yes, sister. I haven't heard from you in months. You still doing your mentorship program like you've been doing in your ministry? Yeah, but I messaged you because I'm getting married. And I'm me to come to you because you prophesied it last year and I did. I was invited to just, you know, be a part of this entrepreneurship mentorship program that I was like, I don't even feel no confirmation about But I love you, that's why I went and I sent it to her. I'm here because I love you. I'm not here because of whatever other reason. I'm here because I love you. And now I realize today, God sent me there because you needed a word from the Lord in me face to face. I always said to this woman, you're Peter, and you and I remind myself of Paul. It's like Peter and Paul. And somehow we got on a subject about marriage. I don't even know how that came about. And she had a list. I was like, oh no, you gotta erase all of that on there. Why? Because you want a puppet. You want a slave, you want a toy, you want a robot. No, I don't, I just know my worth. No, you don't just know your worth, know his worth too. Don't have this list, don't have no list. What are your goals, your long-term and short-term? It took me three days to sit there and try to figure out. And I'm like, God, you're not giving me nothing to say. God say, because you do what I lead you to do and not what you want to do. So you don't have nothing to put down for you. Only thing you can put down is what I said concerning you <laughs> you can't make up what already written down you can't make up what you don't know about your life that I already written down if you don't know then you can't say you can't get what you don't have and I was just discovering who I am, um... cause I can put down you can put down my goal is to do this by this age this by next year we can't do that. I can't say, oh, I'm getting married this year. I can't say that. And go for the, all of you and say that and don't be married? Whoa. Where your house at? You said you your house in October? Girl, it's November, I'm blind. No one's gonna take our God seriously in us if we're not taking our own walk seriously within us. And she filled with so much joy it didn't look like it at the time, Q, when you prophesied. You are a true prophet indeed. Whatever God tell you, is true, Q. It's true. I'm a living witness because you said this. And look, I, I have a man. I was like, oh my God, I have a man, Q. I don't care. I have a man. I have a man. <laughs> She's so excited. (laughs) You know what it reminds me of? I'm going to give you an illustration. Just speaking outside the box, not about this, you know, subject. I'm speaking outside the subject. It's like I'm on a job. And my friend had a confrontation with another woman on the job, but the woman on the job is so nice, you know, so sweet, don't bother anybody. And because my friend is upset with her, I have to go alongside with my friend even though I'm not upset with her. But I don't feel right about it because she don't do anything to bother or hurt anybody. So I know my friend is wrong, but I can't deny my friend I cannot walk away, I don't even wanna tell my friend, my friend wrong, I'm just gonna pray about it and support my friend and be by my friend's side no matter what, whether he or she right or wrong. But what I do know is that this is not right and when I go home, I go before the Lord regarding it because I know it's not right. I know the lies that she done said about this friend that went and told people things about this person. And I know it's a lie. I know it is. But I don't want to say nothing. I just want just to leave it in God's hands. But I don't want anyone to think that I'm picking and choosing. No, it's just that I don't want nothing to really do with it, but I'm going to support my friend. Even though My friend is dead wrong, but I'm going to still be on my friend and be by my friend's side because I'm a friend and I'm not going to leave my friend, no matter right or wrong. And I'll never forget one time I said, no, a real friend will let their friend know what you are doing is wrong and not pretend as if it's not because we're not going to go out like that because what you do affect me me being connected to you and we're not going to go out like that we're going to stay focused on this job and we're going to do the performance and we're going to go above and beyond on this job you're not going to become entangled you don't act like that you don't behave like that you don't do that that was wrong stay focused don't lose sight of your walk Don't you want your promotion on the job? Then keep doing what you were doing at first, serving the Lord. And many of us be in situations like that all the time. And sometimes it's very uncomfortable because it's like, I don't want nothing to do with that. I don't want to make it seem like I have anything to do with that because I don't have time for nothing coming my way concerning that. So let me stay away even though I know it is dead wrong. And God said, didn't you ask me to do it again? Didn't you ask me to restore you back to who you are? That's what I'm doing, Quenisha. You're going through a process to receive everything that the devil tried to take from you. And I'm going to tell you guys, women to women, all the women on here, I felt like, you know what? This is very rubbish. Because us as women... To go back and forth over anything, let the last thing be a woman or a man. We can go back and forth over the last piece of cake. The fifty dollars that you said you're gonna give me on Tuesday is Saturday but let it never ever be over a man or woman. And that's one thing I never played with because it's not worth it. It makes us look very unbecoming. And God say, release, release. You asked me to do it again. Now you're going through a process to see it again happening to you in a greater way. So you in the fire again, but not touched. This time you in the fire furnace And glory. Just like saying. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael. Go back into the furnace. They will go back over and over and over again. Because they already know the outcome. Christ, go back on the cross. Like he said, I would do it over and over again. Because I love you. I already know the outcome. Because of my love for you. Love is very determined not to ever give up. And God will send us into a fire. And sometimes we're like, oh boy. What? what because the thing is right is right and wrong is wrong when we are members in the body of Christ we know what it's like to not be a member before we came alongside with Christ and it doesn't make sense that we be in the body of Christ operating in ways that we know we've been delivered from. Even me as a member in the body, I still have the ability to make a decision who am I going to serve even in the body of Christ. And this woman was like, girl, I love you. I just don't want no parts of that. has nothing to do with you, against you or nothing trying to deny what I already know to accept and what made me say what I was saying I never said anything to any of you so why is it so much to be said about a lot of things I'm not even aware that's happening to me (laughs) you understand thank you you understand And this person felt and said all that in this, you know, heart-to-heart in this message. It's wrong. It's not right. But just see it through. It's very awkward being as though how it is and who it is. Whose it is involved and God say, testify because you already out of the thing. So many people were distancing themselves from me, even in ministry, not wanting to come around because they heard horrific stories about me fornicating after being divorced. With a man, a man of God, I had to fall into temptation and lust with me. And it was said to great leaders of mine, and a lot of things that were being said and released in the word, in and outside of a facility stop being a fornicator stop denying someone their purpose by you being lustful and I had some relatives that said to me why this have to happen to us because of what God is doing for you we don't want our names being as though we related to you to be in no mess like this because we are never in nothing but it's not my fault I know it's not your fault but Dawn, we don't have our names in nonsense it's not your fault it's like somebody says not your fault but they treated you like it is and you're like I didn't do nothing wrong Multiple people came and said that I'm a demon and people crying, person crying to people that love them, that I'm disrespecting them on social media or around other people calling them names saying bad things about ministry from the whole world that no one can see or hear because it never happened. And every time I say, is everything okay? Oh, it's fine. You're so wonderful. You're so powerful. And it there goes, God, let me know. You about to walk into a conversation or a word given that's coming directly at you, but it's not you. Don't receive You know how uncomfortable that has to be to know I'm supposed to go somewhere and enjoy the atmosphere. But yet, right in the midst of enjoyment, there goes some dots that's coming right after the tamarind being played. And God, he teaches me how to walk this walk and only depend on him to do all things I cannot look for you all for comfort. I cannot look for you all to vent. I cannot look for you all to be uplifted nor supported after receive all my help from the Lord. And to have people that over you in leadership that you honor so much. That look at you in ways that they don't even know that what they're believing in is actually a lie. And I thank God so much. Someone was just messaging me out of nowhere. Are you black? What does this have to do with ministry? Are you black? Yeah, I'm black. What? What's your nationality? African-American. Nah, you're not black. You act black, but you're not black. Here's a picture of my parents. Copy paste. You see it? Yeah, I see it, but you're not black. I'm like, what in the world kind of conversation is this? (laughs) So I'm not going to entertain that any longer. i was like, okay, all right. (laughs) You understand? My God. I seen you wet your hair out. You're mixed with something. I'm black. And God said to me, I'm going somewhere with this story. Cornisha, wear your hair out. I love all the styles you wear, but I want you to wear your hair out for a little while. And I'm going to tell you why he said that. Because the devil tried to destroy my inner and outer beauty. Whatever we invest in, it's going to show that we care about it. Whether it's our teeth, you take great care of your teeth, you invest in your teeth, it's going to show that you care. If you don't, it's going to show that you don't. You care about your body, it's going to show that you do, I do, or we don't. (laughs) Whether how we smell, dress, look, don't matter. Hallelujah. And a couple of weeks ago, my hair was falling out and I was losing so much weight and I was still eating because I was denying depression and anxiety. And I'm going to tell you guys, and, and, God want me to explain why my hair and skin look so healthy like that. I don't put any heat to it. I don't put any chemicals in my hair other than my edges, and that's gel. (laughs) I don't blow dry it. I don't press it. Perm, any of that. Nothing wrong with it. But God giving me some Inventions regarding my skin and my hair. And what I use in my hair, somebody came to me and was like, I would love to see your notchy hair. Not even aware they were looking at it. Some of the weeds that I wear hair longer than that. And I'm gonna tell you what I use. I use Natural products. And what I mean by natural, I don't mean natural chemical in the store products. No, natural products that's in your refrigerator products. (laughs) I use olive oil to moisturize and grease my hair and scalp without using grease, without using any type of hot oil treatment. When I wash my hair, you know, shampoo and condition has protein. So Holy Spirit was like, just use 100% protein instead of just using, you know, the substances in the bottle. It's like saying, I'm going to take a vitamin C pill. Why not just drink a cup of orange juice? So I got protein, eggs. I whip up eggs and I put it in my hair and I section it off. And I, you know, begin to just moisturize my hair with eggs. And instead of hair mayonnaise... I use regular mayonnaise. <laughs> it also moisturizes your hair. like, hold on, what you making a- in your head? You making a meal? No, seriously. Because a lot, of, a lot of the food products, the calcium, the vitamins that are in the food is in those bottle containers, but with a lot of chemicals added. So I just use 100% of what it is. And... A couple of, you know, fruits, you know, berry oil, I mean, berry um, juices for the, the smell and you understand the moisturizing of the hair in different sections. And I just wash it out and let it air dry. And that's how it grows so fast and so healthy like that. Now the color is hereditary. And I'm still trying to find out who in my family has go hair, freckles, and red moles. <laughs> now with my skin, I use avocado, you know. I will blend up cucumber and avocado. Different things Holy Spirit to say. You know, a little bit of olives, green olives. And just make like a face paste. That is it and then wash it off. Cuz people say you don't even wear foundation. It looks like it. I used to, but I don't have to wear it anymore because it's like it looks like my skin with the foundation on or without. So there's no point in putting it on. If your skin looked the same with it and without it. <laughs> you understand? So, guide me to, you know, give some of that, you know, words of wisdom <laughs> for whoever wants to, you know, invest in that when it comes to, you know, hair product. God was God had me to actually make a commercial about what I do before and after. You can see my hair today and me keep doing those products that I use on my fridge and my hair. Three weeks, you would see like, whoa. That really works. And I had people that really like looking at my scalp. Is this really your hair? Yeah, it is. And the devil tried to take my hair out. And God had it to grow back. Hallelujah. I thank God for everything. I thank God for, you know, <laughs> Everything. <laughs> God is showing us in this season the mysteries of the word. And God said, if you find a mystery, it's yours to keep. God keep talking about me while I'm talking to y'all. Don't dye your hair anymore. I haven't dyed my hair in forever. I don't put dye in my hair. Ah. Ah. Y'all want, me to, God, want my, my real color to be shown? <laughs> I got teased so much that hair don't even grow in a color anymore. Because when I was younger, I dyed it so much. I dyed it so much. I got tired of being called Goldilocks, Goldilocks. And I got tired of standing out in family pictures. That's like I'm the black kid adopted in a white family in a picture. It's clearly the And I'm like, I'm the only one with this color hair. And I'm telling my sister, keep saying I'm adopted. (laughs) So let me just dye my hair. (laughs) You understand. I have rainbow hair. That was the last time I really had, you know, streaks and colors in it. Hallelujah. But all that to say is, love the skin that you're in. Hallelujah. I had to explain to someone yesterday. I went swimming with my nephew, my son, and my lashes don't come off. (laughs) They don't come off. And I don't know what it is this time. They're not coming off. (laughs) And and I keep trying to pull them, you know, like, hold up. They're not coming off. And they saw my natural lash underneath and was like, "Wow, you wearing lashes? Because it makes my lashes look fuller. That's why. You understand? So Some people just ask the most darnest things. Like, do light skin people get ashy? Don't ask nothing like that. <laughs> Don't ask no question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you understand? And... I'm telling you, when you put natural, and I mean real natural products in your hair, it really, really shows a difference. You know, I put like, you know, like cherry, all kind of berry, you know, and I blend it up to get the juice, give it that smell. Why I have eggs, mayonnaise, <laughs> God, a whole meal in my hair, yes. And, you know, olive oil all at once and God say you know put that commercial back on and show them what you do with your hair hallelujah and not even just that but also when it comes to you know my weight loss my metabolism We talking about me (laughs) it's okay my metabolism is so fast that weight cannot stay on me Now, if I don't do nothing with it, it's going to be there, of course. But I can exercise in two days and you will see the results as if it been a month. I worked out one time for 30 days. I went on a challenge for 30 days and I lost 80 pounds. And I mean, I didn't expect it to get that small. I went from, you know, no lie. I was like 190. (laughs) 190 my bones have me I'm big bounded I was 190 and I went all the way to you understand one fifteen. and people were like are you sick I had people ask me am I on crack you know what's going on people thought I was really on drugs that knew me like, uh-uh, you, you nah, I don't believe. I'm working out. It comes off that fast. Comes off that fast. And I thank God for just how my body is made. You know why? Because I don't care what the cares of this world regarding my health. Now I care what the cares that God cared for us with. I don't walk around in fear or panic that something can ever go wrong with me because I know that I've been made right regarding everything about me. So it's like just sitting down and discovering what it is to actually walk in the finished work. What's actually finished? What did he finish? So that we don't have to ever walk in that again. So I have to ever think that way again. I'm finished with that thought, I'm finished with those deeds, I'm finished with the way I was looking at it, hearing it, and comprehending it. Hallelujah. People say all the time, What is your diet? I don't have one. And you losing weight like that? And I mean by just exercising, being active. And I eat very, very healthy but I still eat whatever I want. I don't sit around and just eat things that I know is not necessary to just eat. It's going to show through your body, your pores, your urine, all of that. Your body going to tell you if it's not being nourished correctly. I drink over 72 ounces of water a day and the, the consumption is Supposed to be 64, eight eight ounces of glasses of water a day. And I thank God for my mother investing in us when we was kids. Because she worked in a, you know, nutrition, you know, place that just have all kinds of products. We used to chew ginseng, ginseng root, chewing raw ginger, chewing raw garlic. She used to give us protein shakes. We used to to cry to eat that stuff to the point I couldn't wait to do it myself. I go in the fridge and just chew my own raw garlic, eating cloves and, you know, their mints. I just chew those up. You know, just stuff like that. I'm very big on nutrition, but I still eat whatever I want to eat. Hallelujah. And I just thank God that my digestive system is beyond perfect. My family, my mom, and them be like, man, I wish I had your digestive system. Whatever you eat, it never sits long, it comes right out. That is so amazing. And to be honest, it's I didn't know it was that challenging to actually lose as a woman, you know, lower stomach fat. And due to my research, every woman who had a cesarean section, it's gonna be a little challenging to lose that fat. And that's why many say, when you have a baby naturally, the quickest way to lose it is by nursing. But when you've been cut on, some about that surgery, It causes that lower fat to stay longer and much challenging to get off. (laughs) But it definitely could could come off, but it's going to take more work. And I didn't just have one C-section. I had two and one was an emergency one. So in the inside of my stomach, I was cut vertical. No, horizontal. It was straight down in the inside and vertical on the outside above the, the navel line, you couldn't even tell. But they had to hurry up and snatch that baby out cause the heart rate was dropping. So they cut me like a cross and dig the baby out. So that makes it even challenging to get that weight off <laughs> cause it didn't come out because the baby wasn't pushed. You know, you know, the afterbirth and all of that. It's so different when you get a sincerity section. And while we on this subject, God. God, you understand? Come on now. But um I thank God so much. God say answer some questions that is being said. Okay. Okay. To answer the question about me and this man, no, we are not sleeping together. No, I did not have him to fall into temptation to sleep with me. No, I did not. And no, we are not sleeping together. If you heard the episodes on the podcast, instead of all the, every other ones you have listened to, you would have heard that I was really, really going through a growth period where I had to actually grow because I wanted that man. I didn't know how to deal with the attraction And I wanted him to want me. And I thank God that he did not entertain that. I want you to know he never entertained my thought. And yes, I did have a thought. I had a lot of thoughts. And I thank God I don't have them. God used him to help me. He never would ever touch me before his time. Nor kiss me. Never. So, everything that was told that wasn't true and was assumed, God has had me to say to you, go back and correct it. Because I don't talk about anybody in ministry. I don't threaten nobody in ministry. I'm not demon-possessed. I'm not disrespecting anyone on social media or messaging threats. And I was waiting for just leaders of mine to come and say something to me. Why don't you say something? Just ask me. Don't look at me so bothered Don't think that I'm causing what you never heard me to ever cause before without asking me. And it's just like me saying, it's all right. I know it's messed up, but you know, don't say nothing. Don't don't trip. No, say something. Because every time I try, access be denied. Not to even talk about this man has nothing to do with that. The fact that me to correct what's being said about me. Because right is right and wrong is wrong. God would tell me you're about to enter into a word that's gonna really be sharp at you, but just stand firm. Now God shouldn't have to say nothing like that. Oh, God say answer, okay. And no, there are nobody trying to hook us up. Nobody trying to hook us up. Nobody. And let me tell you this, any marriage that's not in the will of God going to be jacked up. And I thank God that even though it was said that it was, and guess what? It was. It's like sometimes many people know more about your life than you do. And I don't even know. I didn't even talk to you about my marriage. (laughs) But guess what? It wasn't God. So, of course, it was jacked up. And the beautiful thing about it is I'm not in that merch no more. (laughs) I'm free. I'm free from it. And no one is trying to hook us up. No one even thinking that way. Everybody is enjoying their walk with God. Nobody... On his end is trying to hook us up. Not at all. Everybody loves everybody. Nobody is trying to keep God's plan from you. But you have to know what God's plan is for you. I don't know. Only person know is God in you. When you find out who he is in you. And who you are in him. I am not angry, and I tell you that all the time. So many people turned away from me because of what you have said. And I still love all of y'all, hug y'all, whatever, but I'm, I have not done that lately because I am not a person that's gonna act like I feel a way I don't. Sometimes the maliciousness and the negative motive could be so sharp in the atmosphere, I don't even come near. I'm not going to hug nobody who I know cannot stand me. And you wouldn't either. And I was like, you know what? This got to stop. Because this, I mean, the truth be told, it's all about a man. And I'm, it's like, I'm caught up in this? About a man? But the thing is, it's not me being caught up. It involves me, but I'm not caught up in it. But the thing's being said as if I'm causing all this trouble. And you're speaking on Sunday, Holy Spirit, saying to me, let your words be the words in God's heart and a meditation be accepted in thy sight. Let the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be accepted in his sight. No more downing me in front of people. No more sideways threatening me in front of your friends. You mess with one, you mess with all of us. Because now people starting to realize it's not you. Because people have really observed me looking at ministry like, hold on. I don't see her doing what you're saying. And you can't do that. Because guess what? Whenever we do things like that, Satan prevails not. Don't go around saying things that are not true. Don't go telling people in leadership, spiritually, that people are after you, disrespecting you. And I want you to know, that man is only doing what God told him to do and that's very uncomfortable because he loves you we all family if i was him i would feel very uncomfortable because the things that has been said and being said about him, that's not even true. Like trying to make him make a decision that God never said. And that's what Holy Spirit has had me to say to you. And I'm not even there to even know. If anything belongs to you, anyone, it's yours. Hallelujah. You have over 300 people thinking that I am having this man to fall in lustful temptation. And yes, I did marry the wrong man. But I never told any of you about that or him as being the right man. But once it was out and said and done, I gave you the testimony. This is nothing new. I told you the truth after I lied to you all when I was asked about it. No, I don't know. This is not it. And they had to go back and say, you know what? It is. I'm sorry. Over six, seven years ago, you know, I made a dumb decision. And being sister to sisters I thought that I can, you know, come to you guys and just, we just talk, you know because I'd rather talk to a sister that knows what it's like to have an enemy than one operating under the influence of one in the world but I don't expect anyone to be in the body of Christ and we know what it's like to live the ways of the world that we don't want and that's why we're in the body of Christ and then operate under Satan's influence and as a member in the body and to tell, you know, my spiritual parents that I hate you and I'm mean to you and I disrespect you. Why does it do that? (laughs) For them to think that I hate their child and they look at me like, my child don't do nothing to nobody. Who are you? But no one asks me. And they're my spiritual parents don't even ask me. And I've been serving there since 2009. You can't even ask me. You can't even sit me down and just discuss whatever this could be. But instead, no. That's not okay. The messages that have been coming forth. They believe you because they believe in you. But you're not being honest. And God's saying, Oh, you're listening and you be listening. And a lot of times you're listening out to find something negative just to have something to escalate. Like before, when God says, yes, be surprised. Quenisha, be surprised. Because your message was, don't be surprised. Surprise is a good word. just like every word that you was used by God to correct whenever we receive a fresh revelation. And I never took it wrong. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't see it like that. You're right, okay. And you waited, you wanted that to escalate. And you got everybody involved. Like I'm against you. I'm after you. People that always honor me, looking at me like, I can't believe you, Q. And I start looking at these women like, only if you really knew. See yourself in my shoes. What would you do? No, what would you do, though? What would you do? And it's like you were using my past against me. That whole message on Monday, God was, he was there with my stomach the whole time. And I was like, oh, God, what's going on with my belly? And God was just preparing me for what I was about to hear. And your entire message was pretty much about me. Me drinking my wine had nothing to do with your walk with God. Hallelujah. The things that I eat don't have nothing to do with my health. No one is making me... Marry this man. No one is hooking us up. No one is doing that. And you have. People thinking that people are trying to hook me up and convince me to marry him and him to marry me. And we don't even know if this is or not. No one is trying to hook us up. You must hear that no one is doing that. No one has ever done that. No one can even think that way. It must be God. It can't be what we want. How can we, we we want not even thinking like that. And I noticed some things that you try to cause to either stop or start regarding anybody that be around me. Family members and you know I was told that so many have nominated me for a deacon and I was like, oh I didn't even i didn't, never see myself as a deacon because I'm just out and about in the streets releasing God's word prophetically and God was had someone to come to me and say, you know when you're in a house you you rank up when it's your season. You go from this to that, that way, this and that, it doesn't matter. And that was even stopped. It's like, okay, we got this to happen for registration. And when I register, that's when things be canceled. Like the singles gala. Soon as I registered, it was postponed and went from postponed to canceled. Every time I have an idea about something No. So many times I showed up somewhere that we were supposed to be and everybody was told but me not to go. Oh. It's not tonight? No, it's not. Oh. It was said, give Q a hard time so she can walk away. That's not right. That's not right. I wasn't even going to come this Sunday because I didn't want to hear no more negative words. But guess what? I'm not. Because that's why I'm coming to you. Because God said, come to you right here and this is for you. You go around crying you know, at home, and they're thinking that I am really—they're like, "What she do now?" Saying things about me again on social media. I don't talk about you. I'm wondering why they don't go in there and look. And I was wondering, this innocent man. Is in a different location. Is it because of you? He didn't do nothing wrong. Neither did I. And once you realize, like I had to realize that what I'm doing is not of God. This is not God at all. I was highly embarrassed how I put myself out there like that. I don't want that for you because you have spread it to your family and friends. And when you realize who the real man is, you're going to be like, oh, boy, what did I do? Oh, God. But let me tell you now ahead of time, it's all for the glory. I'm not angry. I'm not mad. Now, I was pissed off at you a lot of times. I was like, you know what? Forgive me. Anybody would feel a little frustrated walking into something like that from somebody, you know. You are an important person in the ministry as to who you are and who you're related to. And I was like, how can they, you know, look at me like that and be so connected spiritually to me? Without even asking me. And I feel so good to get this out. All your friends look at me and say, Q, you are a woman of God. And they say it. They say it. But they support in you because they love you. But they know it's messed up. They know it's messed up. And many of them don't even entertain it no more. And I got a message from one of your friends. I'm getting married. You prophesied that woman of God. You, Girl, okay, I'm in my 40s. Okay, I'm getting married, girl. You are a true prophet. And I saw it in your friends. I don't want to do this, but I'm not going to leave my friend like that. And I also said in front of all of you that if I was your friend, it wouldn't have got this far. I would have said, uh-uh. Okay, if God said it, then just, okay, leave it there. Okay, let's just move to the next thing. Not, what can we do to stop? What can we do to cause all this? Like, come on now. Look at all the things that you have went through to stop it. Regarding the, you know, the broadcasting, the recordings, you stopped a lot of things that used to happen because you were trying to keep this from happening even the camera and you know on the audience because it kept capturing me you wanted me out of the picture but i am in the house with you In the kingdom, that's God's house. We're in the same house, the kingdom of God. There's no erasing me and there's no erasing you. So this is what Holy Spirit has me to say to you. Go to God. And ask God like I did. And is this wrong? Am I walking a lie? Am I making a mistake? Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah Do what I done Let me tell you why your friend getting married Not just because I prophesied it from God But because She laid down The lie and said I'm not going to entertain it anymore father forgive me Q never did nothing wrong Q is a woman of God Q is Q on fire We've been getting word from Q getting prophecies from Q So who are we to stop God through Q And she repented because she knew trying to stop me or from marrying my man I'm going to cause her not to have hers. So once she realized that, there goes the proposal. I'm trying to tell <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I know you want to be married. You should want to be married. But you have to. First, go to God about what you have done in order to receive everything that God has for you. I'm not going back and forth over no man. That's something that should never even been considered. Hallelujah. And I thank God that even though you wanted it to escalate, it never did. I was not giving you that access. Cause I was not going to be known for going back and forth regarding a man that God said belonged to me as if he don't. And I'm going back and forth. Oh, just about the name man. Come on now. And one I was like, you know what, God, forget this mess. <laughs> of all things, though. I mean, come on now. I'd rather be a vehicle. Oh, piece of toast. That don't look right. Going back and forth because of a man. And God says, not a man. He's not just a man in you, Kinesia. He's the man. So watch how you refer to him. So to answer your questions, to clear the air, no, we're not fornicating. No. Not even even touching. Not even on the phone right now. He's helping me become better. Yes. And no, no friends or nobody is trying to hook us up. Hallelujah, I love you.